Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, good evening, you red and blue legends. After a week off, we're back, and uh, it's another edition of Red Legs Radio, and uh, we've got a big show as always, but a little bit of pressure off because we have had a bye, and we haven't got heaps to talk about from last week, obviously, because all the players are on holidays, and probably Rokar was up in Queensland, and uh, they're all having a bit of a break, getting ready for the home stretch towards the finals, so... We're going to talk to Harry Board in a moment, and uh, he's with us in the studio. Before I get to Harry, welcome Joey Marciano. How are you, mate? Good, Flamo. Going really well, mate. That's the way. What did you do in your break, mate? Well, yeah. Come on. Oh, you had a couple of days off. You've had a birthday. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Last Thursday. Yeah, it's been a week since the 20th, turning 28 on the 28th. So. Well, happy birthday to you, mate. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it was a good, good little time to uh, get away and uh, just relax a little bit before uh a big ending stretch towards the finals, like you said. It is. And uh, we do have our judge in yep. the studio, and I might just give him a quick intro. How are you, Judge Jacob? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, mate. And uh, yourself, how did you uh, uh, enjoy the week off? Because yeah. you you never miss a Norwood game. No. So what did you do? Um, so I, because it was a bye, so I started, uni, I started back up at uni last week, so I was pretty bit busy with that. Um, and then I was working, but apart from that, I yeah, didn't really do much. Fantastic, mate. Well, good to see you again. And uh, you've got some questions for our next guest. And we are joined by our number one ruckman. In fact, I think the competition's number one ruckman. Welcome, Harry Boyd. Welcome, boys. Good to be here. Now, uh, we've managed to get Harry. We were going to have Harry on the phone, weren't we, Harry? Uh, But we worked out you're only 700 metres away at uni, so you've sprinted down and you're with us in the studio. Yeah, no, it wasn't too far away, so I thought, why not come down? Fantastic. We've had to make a few adjustments on the height of the microphone. In fact, we've got Harry sitting down. If you could picture this, he's on a stool. He's actually lower than Jacob, uh, yet uh, when he stands up, he's twice his size. So uh, well done for adjusting, Harry. Um, But great to have you in here. Uh, Mate, we're going to uh, enjoy talking to you um, because you've had such a great year and uh, you're just going from strength to strength. And um, we've spoken about it a a bit on the program, um, but... In the ruck, you've just taken your game to another level uh, and everyone agrees and I'm sure it must be feeling pretty good. Yeah, look, I've, I've been happy with how my form has been throughout this year so far and I've just really enjoyed the, the change to the ruck and uh, I guess being around with the, around the ball a lot and just kind of having contest after contest really suits my game. So I've really enjoyed that role. Yeah, and you can see the confidence because you're playing so well in the ruck when you push forward and... You even played a bit of Ruck Rover against the Crows. Yes. What's going on there? You yeah. can see. You What's can going see, on there? I know. You can see the confidence though. You're now Ruck Roving. You're playing forward. It's just all happening, mate. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like you, you get your hands on the ball enough and you just find the ball follows you a little bit. And I guess having more of a senior role on the side when you go up forward, you call for the ball, the ball sends, and seems to end up in your area. So, um, and yeah, I guess the Ruck Rover position was a bit different, but um, just thought a big body in there and someone could follow, follow up and throw their weight around was uh, important for us against the Crows. Uh, Boydie, talk us through I mean, how the side's tracking. Obviously, we've had an unbelievable win streak since we had that loss against North Adelaide. I think it was around nine or something like that. But um, talk about, you know, as, as a player and as the, the lead ruckman, the system that Twig has us playing because 
it seems just like, you know, one player goes out of the squad, next guy comes in and plays that role to perfection. I mean, how do you see the system at the moment? Yeah, we, we play a very physical game style. We train in a very physical way the whole way through the year. And I guess we have high expectations for any player that comes into the side. So Mitch Carroll obviously played his debut yeah. uh, only a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we kind of obviously celebrate their, their debut. But once they're out there ready to play, we expect them to play our game style. So it's not um, kind of... Oh, you've played 100 games, you don't have to play a game style or um, you're playing the, your first game, we don't have high expectations mm -hmm. of you. Simply you get named yep. on a Thursday night, you rock up on whatever time we play and um, high expectations are there straight away. I was going to say, you know, talking, you know, as you're rolling the ruck and you, we're playing guys like, you know, this week you probably played Billy McCormack and Fraser Ford who were pinching a little bit for centrals. But as a, as a ruckman, do you do a little bit of work differently compared to, say, when you're versus Sam Hayes or a or a Kieran Strong compared to, a, a say, a, a Redden or, or someone like that, or um, Mitch Harvey from North Adelaide. Do you do a bit of work with, with the capabilities of that Ruckman, or how do, how do you do it usually? Um, I like to watch a lot of vision. Okay. So um, it's getting to the point now where I've, I've played against most of the Ruckman in the competition. So it's now looking back at the last time I versed them, what seemed to work for me, what okay. didn't, what did they like to do to me, what do I like to do to them, and kind of finding out. For me, like, it looks... It's like a game of chess, essentially. Yeah. It's like they make one move, you make one, and yeah, you're going back and forth and trying to beat them. If I haven't versed them, I like pretty much finding out as much as I possibly can about them, um, what their background looks like, and I guess what skill set they have. Now, Harry, mate, as good as you've been all year, um, we're always vulnerable if you were to get an injury or, you know, God forbid, you know, lose you for a, a lengthy period of time. Um, so bringing uh, Luke Sermon back to the club and having someone of a, you know, a good size to be able to relieve you and back you up if you needed a rest or whatever it is, yeah, it must, uh, must be great to have him back in the club. Oh, Sermon's been fantastic since he's come back and I had a bit of a relationship with him before because he is close with Nick Roker um, and me and Rokes live together. So he's been around at my house even before he came back and um, he's been yeah, great for our group. And not only is, is like kind of back up in the ruck, he's a good forward. And he's a big body. Um, I know if I was playing um, as a key back, coming up against a big bloke like him, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be wouldn't be overly happy. So to have him uh, back running around, whether that be in the ruck or up forward, it's a it's a good thing for the Nord footy. It allows club. you to play ruck rover when you're like, right? <laughs> yeah, look, we'll uh, see how that goes. <laughs> so just on that, I'm interested now. So uh, obviously, uh, being friends with Rokes and you're living with Rokes and. Um, you know, Luke coming around, the sermonator, as we like to call him, uh, coming around before he'd come back to Norwood. Uh, take us into the lounge room, mate. Was there a few late-night conversations after a few reds, maybe? Uh, mate, what are you doing at the Magpies? Come to a real club. <laughs> um, we're always keen on kind of getting back in, what's next year, 2023. But um, give credit to, to Twig. He kind of uh, kind of floated the idea, well, if we're going to do it next year, why not do it now? And, um, yeah, through the, the workings of the club with Fanner, Twig, um, they did a great job of being able to kind of get him across now because uh, we're pretty keen to be good now. Fantastic. And just before we move off the house, uh, tell us about your living arrangements. You're living with, what, three other players at the moment? Yeah, so I live in Queen Street, so it's only about probably three blocks away from well, the footy club. Do you want to tell all the listeners out there what number? No, don't, Harry. No, don't. <laughs> don't. We'll keep that private. Keep going, barrage. keep going. Um, yeah, no, so there's uh, me and uh, Rokes downstairs, and upstairs we've got Nick Loudon and Corey Stockdale. So, um, Ooh, a couple of Vic lads. Yeah, they were all, 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 all Vic, Vic lads. lads actually, two yeah. Trelgan boys, two Shepparton boys. So, um, 
Yeah, no, there's never a dull moment in the house, and uh, we like to keep each other on our toes. And uh, and, and who's uh, the messiest mate? Who uh, do you just get up or walk in the house and go, mate? Will you pick that up? Will you put that away? Not again. Look, I'll be brutally honest. It was probably me when I fir- we first moved in the house. And I'd like to say I've got a lot better. It um, helps that I've got a partner well, now. That's, I'll uh, be brutally honest. I know that, and I knew that. So that was a loaded question. But I'm a well lot done. Better now. You passed. I'm a lot better now, and. Uh, uh, it's a mixture of all of us now, but we do have a cleaner that comes in every two weeks, which does a great job, and it's uh, it's twenty five dollars well spent. It does a great job. Is yeah. it a robot or something? No, it's a it's a, a he uh, or a she. It is a she. She does a, does a great job, and uh, we make her own money. Uh, but no, nah, the house is in good condition. I'll make now, sure Mum knows that. Now uh, I've donated you an outdoor setting, but none of you have come to pick it up. What's going on there? Uh, I have no idea about this outdoor setting. Uh, okay, so, Rokes uh, hasn't told you. No. Nah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you're getting an outdoor setting. Boy, I was going to ask you a question regards to, and let's just quickly back to the to the footy. I, I like to talk footy. <laughs> Um, talk us, talk us through. Are you still working with a little bit with Michael Noll in, in developing your rut craft? I mean, who's who's in charge of that uh, yeah, department at the moment? Nolsey comes down. Uh, yep. He was down Tuesday night, and he's around the club, obviously with the under 18s a lot. So, me and him love to have discussions about um, kind of what what he thinks I should be doing. Um, we kind of we have very con- contrasting ruck styles, me and Nolsey. Right. So we kind of bounce ideas off each other. What would you not want me to do to you? What would kind of um, like? He not want me to do to someone like him. Yep. So we're obviously um, yeah got to work together in terms of tactics a lot. Yeah. Now Harry, we uh, we bring Jacob in for the hard hitting questions, mate. He's Beautiful. got one for you. Beautiful. Uh, so Harry, so you've been playing forward and ruck this year. Which so how did you um, start playing forward and what of the two positions, which one do you prefer more? Uh, well, it's actually funny. So I was probably half recruited as a club mainly as probably a key defender, and then. Found out pretty quickly that the, the spot for me getting the senior team last year was going to be as a key forward back at Rark. And um, I was definitely open to that and hadn't spent time doing both those roles. So then um, kind of as the year went on, I was really enjoying my little bit of Ruck time. And then uh, obviously Michael Noel got injured. So then yep. really got thrust into the, the number one position through parts of the, the back end of last year. So I guess um, to answer your question, like I don't, care where I'm playing to be honest what, yep. what what's best for the team is best for me and yep. um look I've, I've really enjoyed my my ruck time this year and kind of having that that position so um yeah I don't really probably have an answer it's just where yep. where Twig puts me and uh, if we're winning I'm, I'm pretty happy great great question Jacob now uh Harry um will you hang around we've got to go to a break in a couple of minutes but I'd like you to hang around the next segment because we're going to get off footy because Joe wants to talk too much about footy. I want to talk about off-field stuff, what you're doing at uni, your, your personal training business and other things that uh, I know you'd like to talk about. But before we go to a break, Joe, hmm. give us your match summary. I mean, obviously we've had a bye, but two weeks yeah. ago we had a pretty good win against the Crows, yeah, the top it, two. Yeah, yeah, a couple of goals was in that uh, contest, 12-point win uh, against the Crowies. And Declan Hamilton, again, continues to rack them up. Um, a press-off halfback as well with 31 disposals. Nick Roko, again, He's continuing his uh, fantastic form with another 31 disposals. Harry Boyd, the man right in front of me, 15 disposals to go with a goal, 16 hitouts, five marks, so was busy there. And then we had seven individual goal kickers, including Xavier Tranfer, who kicked two goals and was the only multiple one in that. It was another. It was one of those games where, again, the, the scoreboard probably flattered the Crows. So I think we were dominant all day. I agree. Yeah. Our tackle pressure was, again, uh, elite. Um, our ability to spread from contest was, again, elite as well. And, um, we were able to, to, to expose the Crows, who were a very good team, who had a really good win against North Adelaide a couple of weeks earlier. So 
Um, we're in a really good uh, patch of form at the moment. I just wanted to quickly touch with Boydie heading out this week to Elizabeth, a big deck. When we love big ovals, mm. Norwood, and we've probably played on, on our home deck a little bit often as obviously as well. But going out to uh, Elizabeth, how do we, you know, how do we play on a big deck like that? Um, we've got a strong belief that a, a game style doesn't really discriminate, whether it be yep. wet, dry, big ground, small ground. We like to play a physical game um, in any conditions. So it doesn't change a great deal in, in terms of that. So, um, yeah, we're, we're confident going out there. We also have a lot of good runners like your Jay Kennelly, Jay Rantel, um, Henry Nelligan's a good runner, Rokes. So we, we back ourselves in that big ground to use a little bit more space, but the physical brand still comes. Would you have a few more breaks because considering it is a big ground this week, you know, with a bit of a chop out with Lukey Sermon, or do you reckon you'll, uh, again, be, be the big bad boy to bustling of old and continue to uh, make sure you're there all game. Big biceps. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it just goes, kind of goes with the with flow the of the game. The game. Yeah. Um, so what we, in terms of the bench, you obviously can't have any more with the, the interchange cap, but um, it just kind of... See how you're feeling. Yeah. Yep. So and obviously it's pleasing having so much. Just keep on doing what you've uh, yeah, always been doing, Harry, and uh, I'm sure we'll always uh, we'll be very happy with that performance. I mean, Joe, before we go to the break, we've knocked off twice in the last month the top side. Yeah, yeah. we have. We then went down to uh, Flinders Uni Stadium down the highway south and we got the chocolates when we didn't play that well. Mm. Um, to me, this week's a little bit like that. We've just got to go up and get the job done because we've been great and we can't let ourselves down and I'm sure we will led yeah. by this big fella. We're going to go to a break and on the other side we'll have a chat to a past player in Richard Douglas yeah, and uh, we'll get Harry to join in on that. We'll hear about Harry's booming billion dollar personal training business. <laughs> You're listening to Red Legs Radio thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar and Palmer Bet. And always remember, bet responsibly. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the Live on SENSA. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. Get great value at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army. Uh, we're into the second quarter here on Red Legs Radio. Joey, you're doing an amazing job. Thank Jacob, you. you've got the hard yeah. in questions. You've both been so good. Harry yeah. Boy's decided to hang around. In fact, he's going to hang around for most of the show. That's we good. won't let him out, will we, Jacob? No, we won't. We'll nah. He's, well, too, he's too entertaining. He's That's good true. off on the field. He's good off the field. He's a burgeoning business. He's yep. got about five degrees on the go. I don't know. How do you fit it all in, Harry? That's not too bad. You just uh, get organised and you'll be fine. Did you get back to Shepparton in the in the break? I did, yes. No, it was fantastic to see mum and dad and uh, yeah. a few mates back there. So not really enjoyed Your it. Your fantastic parents. We love it when they come over. And how's your dad going? Good? Yeah, really good. So since uh, he had a little bit of a car accident in mm. February there, so he's... Um, yeah, recovering really well and uh, back to work. In, Did they know. mention me? They miss having a beer with me at the Kenzie? Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. They wouldn't have mentioned Clayby, though. No. no. Never. Never. Good. Good. <laughs> I like your parents more. Hey, Joey. <laughs> yes. We're going to get into the teens because there's a, a, a debutante. Yes, we do. And so I'm excited. But before we do, mate, let's uh, do our intro for Paradise Mazda. 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 
That was a longer, <laughs> a longer edition. I love it. Uh, Benny Palmer's got the editing spot on now. I've fixed Hookie's mistakes. Uh, so That's thanks right. to Paradise Mazda, our great partners down there. Yeah, love them. Jeff Neal, Rob Mayola. You want a Mazda? Like Joe's Seven got you. one. Yeah. I've got one. Harry will be getting one. Jacob will be getting one. Make sure you get down there, see the boys. They'll look after you. I mentioned the Norwood Football Club. Joey, yeah. over to you, mate. How's the team looking? Yeah, it's looking good. So we've got a squad of 25 at this stage, but I can confirm... Breaking debutant Ooh. Jai Larkins Ooh, will play you his first beauty. game, and I know the supporters will be really happy about this because I am. This I is love a man that's boy. worked really hard to get to get a spot in the team, and he joined us uh, at the beginning of 2021 um, from Redlands in Queensland, and um, he's been excellent throughout. He's worked on his game, worked on his craft, and he, uh, he finally gets an opportunity on a big deck, which we'd like to see him run and carry. Um, on Saturday uh, at Elizabeth. So, and his parents will be wrapped. Uh, great Trevor. supporters, Trev Larks, and yep. uh, his lovely mum, um, whose name's just escaping me. Um, Parry, can you help me out? No, that's terrible. <laughs> Flemo, get your shit together. No, they'll be very happy um, because they're a great uh, couple that come down and support him in our club. Yep, so it'll be fantastic. But I'll quickly run through the side. So, a squad of 25, uh, the forward line, Xavier Trant for Connor McLean, Luke Sermon. The half-forwards, Henry Nelligan, Ben Jarvis, and Jai Larkins named on a half-forward flank there. Uh, the centre line, Sammy Morris, who's been excellent and was, I forgot what he was, but he was named the Powerade Breakthrough Player a couple yes, of weeks ago yeah. after a pretty good performance against the Crows, so good on him. Jacob Kennedy and Josh Richards is the centre line. Half-backs, Declan Hamilton, the big red, the big shed, the Tommy Donnelly, Jed Spence. The Tasmanian the, Express. Yep, the backs, really, really solid back line as usual with Campbell, Jack Hurd and Pierre Seymour. Your followers, big boy Harry Boyd, Nick Rokart and Jay Rantel. And then the interchange as follows, Brody Carroll, uh, which is nice to see him back in the squad in yeah. calculations because he's uh, he had a niggling hamstring injury all year mm. and he's worked on himself again. Corey Stockdale, Lockie Pascoe, Tom Wagner bring it, brought into the side. Bain and Lowe potentially back as well after mm. uh, suffering Good. appendicitis. Jackson Kelly could play against his old mob again. And Mitchie Carroll, again, who's been excellent since coming in. So that's his squad of 25. And it's good to see the, the Carroll boys potentially playing their first game together. And, mm. um, you know, it's always good when you've got brothers in the team together. Yeah, I was going to say, they've been, they've, and especially Brody, he's worked really hard. And um, I was going to quickly touch with Harry. You know, how good is it to see a fellow teammate in Joel Arkins, you know, making his official debut on Saturday? Yeah, he came over uh, when I did in uh, the start of 2021. Right. So he's worked extremely hard for over a year and a half now. And, um he definitely has a lot of weapons. You'll, you'll see his pace on show, but he's improved a lot of things just in terms of how clean he is with the ball, understanding our game style, and just, um, yeah, no, we're really excited. And he's probably been knocking the door down for a good couple of months now. So, yeah, he's finally got his reward, which is really good. And it must give you a lift, Harry. I mean, being a senior leader in the club now, uh, after two years, uh, you don't muck around, do you? But you, you've elevated yourself to one of those senior consistent leaders. Um, when you see a kid getting rewarded coming in, especially a kid that's come to the from the club recently in the last couple of years, uh, it must be exciting for the older players and and the team in general. Yeah, look, Twig's an extremely honest coach. So if if he knows you're playing our way, you're going to be close to playing a senior game. And um, obviously, if an injury comes about or through form and a spot opens up, um, look, if you're knocking down the door, it's um, Twig's going to reward that. So, yeah, no, it's extremely exciting to see uh, Jai and, and that's great culture, that is. That's fantastic. And, Joe, I said a few weeks ago, love his pace, love yep. his run. Harry just mentioned it. What are some of the other notables that we've got in the team and, uh, you know, how we're looking uh, against the central lineup? Yeah, I mean, centrals, are, you don't know what you're going to get with them. They're, mm. Sometimes they're really, really impressive and then sometimes they, 
they struggled a little bit against Port Adelaide a couple of weeks back at Woodville. So um, it'll be an interesting, you know, game again, and and they'll be up for the challenge as well on their on their home deck down at Elizabeth. But also wanted to make a little bit of a mention that Max Michelani playing reserves, and he's a class above that man. So if you get into the game early, he'd be great to watch in the reserves along with a couple of other guys in Tyson Walls and Josh Bradford and Van Wick in the ruck. So these are all guys playing under 18s that are going to make the jump in, play some reserves footy this weekend. And um, and some of these guys are really good players and played a lot in the state under 18 program. So really looking forward to to getting into the watching the reserves this week before the game. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Harry, I mean, you obviously training day in, day out with these players and uh, supporters know them and, you know, we see names coming through and Joe just mentioned a few in the reserves. Um, anyone that, um, you know, you want to sort of give a sing out there coming through that you've noticed mm. is the next one that's yeah. potentially knocking on the door and, and is playing the system that you just referred to that Twig is really looking for? One that's uh, definitely kind of surprised a lot of the senior players is Logan Evans. So he's come up again from our under-18s program. And he'll play in the reserves this week. Yeah, and um, he, I think he was 16 when he started. I'm not sure if he's flicked over to 17 yet, but as a bottom-age under-18 player, he's come into a, a reserves team and been extremely impressive. And um, uh, kind of, we don't look at birth certificates too much no. at the uh, at senior level, but he's extremely and, and a good size, good athletic uh, kid, can run like the wind. Um, got a good head on his shoulders, and uh, I'm sure if he keeps on that pathway, you're right. He'll be a great player for Norwood, and who knows, go on and get drafted somewhere. So we've got about 30 seconds, Jacob, yep. and I'm going to throw to you, mate, one observation on the team and one prediction about the weekend. Uh, observation, so. With Jai Larkins debuting, I reckon he'll have a good game. And if Mitch Carroll's in as well, I reckon he will improve more. Uh, prediction, I reckon um, compared to last time we played Central, um, it, should be a, it should be a good game. Probably not as... I'm not close, but sort of not like a blowout either. Yeah, so we should, we should just go up there... Points. Get the job Workman done. Like. Come back ready for Glenelg the Wet next week. I agree, Jacob, yep. and I'm sure the listeners out there do too. Harry, hang around. You've been great. We'll be back in a moment with Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army. We're into the third quarter, the Premiership quarter, Joey. Yes, we are. It's the Premiership. This is a quarter where I normally get ahead of you on the ratings. Is that right? I don't know about that. No, okay, true. In fact, Jacob's been carrying us again. Well done, Jacob, and welcome back after halftime. How did you spend your halftime, mate? You have a few oranges? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good boy, all right. And Harry's hung around. Talk about ratings. The ratings go through the roof if Harry's exactly hanging right. around. Exactly yeah. right. You yeah. make sure you, you put that out in social media no, straight away, Joe. Oh, we'll we'll triple our listener base. Big Harry. In fact, can we, can we get his video on the podcast? I reckon we quadruple it. He's looking pretty fit, isn't he? He's a big he is, strapping yeah. young man he is. Hey, Joey, we're going to have a chat to a past player in Richard Douglas shortly. Past, past um, before we do... Let's, uh, let's do a summary of the People's Choice Award. Yeah. Of course, our great partners, People's Choice, listeners out there who yeah. need a home loan or a car loan or any sort of loan, if you go to them and mention Norwood Football Club, not only will you get the best deal and the best interest rate, you'll get a cashback offer as well, Very exclusive good. to Norwood supporters. So keep them in mind when you're in the market. Give us a summary, Joe. Yeah, so uh, this is the uh, People's Choice votes following the Crows game and Harry Boyd 
finished top with 53 votes. Declan Hamilton with 16 and Nick Roker with nine. Sam Morris with seven. Campbell with four and Pierre Seymour with four. So bringing to the rolling uh, vote system at the moment, Tom Donnelly leads with 1,015. Now, I don't think many's going to beat him in this in this one here, the big red well, shed. Well, I mean, Tasmania's trying to get in the AFL, so they're right behind anything <laughs> Mate, football at the moment, they, aren't they? Jeez, they're, they're doing unbelievable at the moment. Um, Harry, what about the bloody Shepherdon, mate? Get a, get get onto the mayor of Shepherdon, get the Nick people Nick Roker, behind. okay, hang on, hang on. Yeah. So Harry Boyd second with 362. Nick Roker, fellow Shep boy, 194. So, look, can if you, you guys com- want a chance... Can you combine them two? It doesn't matter. It's not going to get close yeah, to, to Tommy Donnelly, but fourth, uh, Jacob Kennelly with 192. Bain and Lowe... He's another fellow, another fellow Tasmanian with 167. Benny Jarvis, 146. Ethan Warburton, 143. Matty Panos, who uh, has a hamstring injury at the moment, so we we'll, won't see him for at least the next two to three weeks. Uh, Jay Rantel, 139. He's been excellent mm. since the buy uh, against North Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, Jack Hurd with 76 rounds up the top 10. There you go. Well, thanks to our great partners, People's Choice. The, the main thing is there's a lot of supporters getting engaged. Uh, with that uh, award, and um, again, uh, the winner gets $500 cash bank account from People's Choice uh, at the end of the year, and it looks like Tommy might be already yep. have that spent. Hey, uh, Joe, we had uh, we were fortunate enough to have a player for a couple of years uh, that came out of the AFL and was a champion of the game, yep. playing for the Adelaide Crows, and he came to our club, yep. club champion, yep. um, and just brought you know, so much uh, energy, attitude, and he was fantastic. And I speak of Richard Douglas, and we've got him on the line. How are you, Dougie? Afternoon, gentlemen. Very well, guys. How are you? Good, mate. Going well, mate. Now, uh, before we get into a few hard-hitting questions, I get Harry. I've lined Harry up for a few teammate hard-hitting questions, uh, you know, locker room talk and all that sort of thing. Uh, what are you up to these days, mate, since you retired from the game? Yeah, a few bits and pieces still. Uh, still involved out at St. Peter's College, which I'm enjoying. It's been a challenging year, but uh, enjoying that, working in the footy program there. Also at the Simon Black Academy out of, out of Norwood as well, I've also uh, doing some work there and a little bit of study stuff and uh, sort of chipping away as to what's next in my footy journey. So it's been, uh, been a good year. Got another bub on the way in November as well, so a bit of family time. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, Dougie. Fantastic, Dougie. A, little, a future, a future yeah. Norwood player. You beauty. Red and blue, yeah, so uh, exciting. Hey, Dougie, you just wanted to ask, you know, an unbelievable career at the Crows, 246 games, 164 goals. Um, is there any footy life in, in you at the moment, Dougie, to get back out there? You're looking fit still. Every time I see you, I ask you the same question. But is there a chance, you know, you could put on the boots uh, at, at a certain point in your life going forward? Oh, thanks, Joe. Um, <laughs> I'll look for one or two games possibly, but certainly not a full season anymore. Um, 35 now, and it's just more about the time commitment than anything. Yeah. Um, you know, with family, and it probably takes away other um, opportunities, to be fair, with, with coaching and doing bits of radio I'm enjoying and some corporate stuff at the Crows as well. So it's more the fact that, uh, you know, we know how time-consuming footy can be, and even the weekend, it's a full-day thing, and it takes away from the family and, yeah. and other commitments. So for me, I'm pretty satisfied with what I've been able to achieve in footy. Obviously, you've never got the ultimate at any level, so there's always that little bit of burning desire. Um, but if someone could... You know, just fly me in for a grand final and maybe play that. We, we might that, be but... a chance, mate. We're looking all right. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, probably not, but one or two games um, here or there, potentially. 
G'day, Dougie. It's Boydie here. Um, you obviously spent two years at Norwood. Uh, what were your kind of fondest memories of the of your time at the club? Uh, yeah, good question, mate. Um, probably, uh, even though it didn't end well for us, just the final series, I think, last year. You know, we lost both games, but I thought we had a really... we Probably from the back of... Uh, 2020, we had a really poor year, and we and obviously Twig come across, and we just started to um, build some foundations. And I think you guys are reaping the rewards of that now with performances. But just that little bit of reward, you know, I always played footy for finals, and just to be out there on Adelaide Oval with you guys and get a taste for it um, with a new group was really good. Obviously, didn't count it as we would have liked, as I mentioned, but I think those experiences. Um, last year have held this group in really good stead going forward and um, have put you in a really good position. So for me as an experience, God, we have experienced that with a, with a new young um, bunch of guys was, was pretty special. Hey, Dougie, just a quick one, um, just in regards to both of your old sides, Norwood and the Crows at the moment, give us a bit of an update on how you think both sides are, are tracking if you're still following much of you know their season so far. Yeah, I'll, I'll start pretty with the Crows. I think they're... Um, coming from a fair way back, but I, I think they're tracking in, in the right direction. Obviously committed to a rebuild and you need to see that out for what thought at least five years. Um, things aren't going as quickly as a lot of people would like, but um, you know, we know that the development and, and that's not linear, so there's gonna be ups and downs. Next year's probably the, the year where we'd really like to see the club get to, you know, ten wins and push for finals. Um but for Norwood, um been incredibly impressed you know I, I know Jade's a fantastic coach he's one of the best coaches I've had in my career um, incredible game plan really really well coached um, and you know for the last I don't know what do you've won now six seven in a row six um, really six in a row really peaking at the right time defensively you guys are so so sound which is going to keep you in a lot of games and I think um you know, from watching from afar, the offense is an area that's really improved. Last year, we struggled to score at times, but this year, you seem to have more avenues at goal. So, um, to be able to you know put teams away has been really positive as well. And um, you know, I certainly think you guys have got what it takes this year to to go all the way. And I know um, the way Jade's you know brought a program in, it'll it'll give you every opportunity to achieve that. And that game will stand up in finals. So, really opti- optimistic, and um, you know. I think um, certainly Norwood are far ahead of where the Crows are at in their development, but um, future's bright for certainly both clubs. And we hope to see you, and you're, all, of course, always welcome back at the club uh, anytime, Dougie, but uh, in the finals, uh, which we are, you know, obviously at least guaranteed one week at this stage, hopefully a double chance is uh, just around the corner. We'd love to see you back supporting the club, of course. Now, mate, tell me, you're uh, obviously working at St. Peter's, college and and I know you you run the football program at Simon Black Academy here in South Australia um tell us a little bit about that and working with kids and helping them um you know in their pathway towards uh hopefully a a sandful uh or an AFL uh football career yeah I've always had a passion for uh development development and mentoring um that was probably part of the reason why I come back to Nord as well I wanted to give a bit back and um, you know, help some some young guys coming through. But um, to be fair, a lot of the kids at the Simon Black Academy probably aren't going to play AFL football, and potentially um, sample is, is their level they're aiming for. So, 
footy's not the be all and end all. They do a um, they study through Torrens University, whether it be you know one year diploma or three year bachelor's degree. Um, but the biggest part of it and the the most rewarding part for me is, is the work we do off the field with these kids. So a lot of them have come from tough upbringing, so we like to support them, find them work, um, you know, find them accommodation, housing, and just mentor them outside of football and life. Um, basically, what, what day to day, what um, professional habits look like, and um, you know, make sure they leave the academy as a better person and, and better set up for for life, um, whether that um, you know whatever that looks like for them. Hey, Dougie, obviously, um, it's been a pretty couple of rough days with with you know Eddie Betts coming out and speaking about you know his trauma and what happened on the camp, right? But um, is it how you know how does it feel as a past teammate seeing a player like you know that you shared a lot of experiences with? In Eddie Betts feeling like he is following that. Yeah, I thought I was wasn't going to get this question, Joe. Well, that, that was sneaky, Joe. <laughs> I, I was waiting for it. I, I waiting had, for I had, it. A, I had a prenuptial no. with Dougie on <laughs> no. that, but no, to your credit, you know, we don't want to hear about the camp, no, mate. No, no, that, it's that's not about personal, that. But, but it's just about how, you how you're feeling about a fellow teammate. That's right. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. No, it's fair. I, um, I guess it's just sad, really, that um, how it's all played, and I feel sad for him and for. Um, the club that it's, it has to be rehashed. Um, so it's, you know, the way of the world. And I'm glad that he's now finally come out and, and had his say and he feels comfortable with that. But I think he's keen to move on as well and as is everyone else. But, um, you know, probably haven't heard the end of it, um, unfortunately. But um, we know that uh, that's the current climate and, and, and it's changing times as well. So uh, hopefully that... Uh, all parties can be heard and we can um, move you know, on. Move on, essentially. What's I that think that's what everyone, everyone wants. On a lighter note, Dougie, uh, most people think you're a pretty quiet character, but I thought you were quite funny in the change rooms. But in terms of banter, uh, who, <laughs> whose banter do you really miss around the football club? Um, I'll probably Rokes, mate, to be honest. He, more, <laughs> e- not everyone so, says Rokes. Not so much Rokes. Rokes gives, but more what um, blokes give to Rokes and just more just watching his reaction. <laughs> So it didn't take much to wind him up at all. I said uh, every night. It's fantastic. Yeah. In fact, it's, Harry, when you're uh, training, sorry, Dougie, just, just to cut in at training, ask Rokes about the uh, quarter-time siren in the gym the other day. Um, <laughs> I snuck up behind him with one of those portable sirens. He, he doesn't take a joke I've, well. I've never seen him jump yeah. so high. Well, but back to you, Dougie. Sorry to cut you off there. <laughs> nah, that's, yeah, nah, Rokes was a beauty. He... Um, it's funny, regardless of what footy club you're at, you always get similar personalities and there's always one bloke that everyone likes to take the piss out of and they bite uh, at anything. So he's a ripper. But um, no, nah, a great culture at the footy club. And I was only there for two years and I probably didn't engage with that stuff a lot because being a bit older and uh, I was sort of uh, out of touch with the stuff a little bit, but always good. Boring, boring, boring. Come on, Dougie. Come on, Dougie. Come back. Come back, Dougie. A couple of games. No, no. uh, Happily watching, mate. The the Coopers (laughs) on the hill taste very nice. We'll see. We'll get you to the past players' lunch, mate. They're always good. And uh, however many best grounds you had in your career, they double every year at the past players' lunch. Now, before we let you go, Dougie, we have our uh, apprentice... uh, Disc, disc jockey here in Jacob, Judge Jacob, we call him. Now, you you would know Jacob because he's at every game. He would have watched every possession you ever got at the Norwood Football Club, and uh, he's got a question for you. Uh, so oh, yeah, Jacob. my question is, 
Um, not so much Norwood, but what's your fondest memory, like, um, in football, like, in general? Oh, Jay. Uh, good question. Fondest memory. Uh, hard to pinpoint one, but uh, probably the 2017 season as a whole without taking away the last week. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that season and just all the, the mateships that you, you, you develop in, in footy clubs. All footy clubs are very similar. They're, they're great places to be around and the banter is something you miss. Certainly don't miss the hard work and, and the trainings, but the, you miss the banter and the and the mateship for sure. So all in all, it's all about that. Fantastic. Cool. And great question, Jacob. Uh, you've just elevated Thanks, yourself Jacob. again, mate. Hey, uh, Dougie, we're out of time. Uh, we've got to go to a break, but it's been great chatting with you. Uh, thanks for you know coming back to our football club and you know being so professional and mentoring the young kids and uh, you know, putting your best performance out there week in week out. Being our club champion, you're always welcome back at our footy club. Come to the past player days and uh, we look forward to seeing you again, mate. Thanks again. No, good on you, boys. On you, good luck, boys. Go, go, legs. Appreciate it. Okay, Joe, what a great fellow he oh, he's was. A super, he's you a know, super guy. When you get them back from AFL after you know, several hundred game career, yep. you, they, can, they can you can sort of think, well, maybe they won't you know, be as checked in. But he was every bit checked into our club, yep. led by example, well, and we were better for it. Well, a couple of years, BNF one year, yep. second yep. the BNF yep. next year. Just how, a how, beautiful, how, beautiful, beautiful yeah. mover, used the ball well, brought people Spoke into the well. game. Yep. Uh, he's a ripper. And it's good to see him out there on Norwood Oval with the Simon Black Academy. So he's he's never far, Dougie. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. We've got to take a break. We're going to come back, wrap things up, talk to you about what's happening at the club. We've got a big Friday night Huge. coming up. Lots are going on. We need to get everyone to the game, the last home game. We'll talk about that after the break. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army. We're almost there. We're on the home stretch. And uh, at three-quarter time, I took a phone call from Hutchie, Craig Hutchinson, who, of course, owns SEN. He said, don't let Harry Board go anywhere. He goes, the ratings needle is off the charts. He goes, we're getting listeners from the North Pole. So, uh, Harry, you're not going anywhere. See you at the program with us. I'll get a few last thoughts uh, from you later. Now, uh, Joe, um, we do have another team that goes around these days yeah. and uh, their second game into the season. Yeah. Talk about that game. Yeah, obviously we fell in the first week to Sturt. They killed us by about around 100 points in the end. So it was a pretty pretty tough loss. But they bounced back well last night with a 15-point win against Centrals. Um, so, it was, you know, it was good to see that the wheelchair team have got their first win for the year and they can build and play, I believe, the Eagles on uh, Friday night. That's right. They've led the way. They've got the chocolates over Centrals. Harry. See, wheelchair's getting it done, mate. Make sure you boys get it done now. That's important. I don't want to look too far ahead, but it is our last home game. Huge game. Uh, Friday week, tomorrow week. And it is a huge game for a lot of reasons because the boys, after this, winning this week, they will be playing for a chance to lock away that double chance and, of course, beat a team above them in Glenelg. I mean, obviously, we've got to get through this weekend and Glenelg and North play each other and mm -hmm. anything can happen. But... If we just keep winning, it looks after itself. So the, the Friday night game is going to be a big game, but not just for that reason. It's also um, the EP round. 
yeah. uh, where we bring things from the EP to Cooper Stadium. We'll have oysters, we'll have seafood, we'll have sashimi, tuna, yep. we'll have uh, yeah, EP uh, tourism there. Fantastic. We'll have uh, people representing the EP leagues and clubs, of course, our regional zone. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive night, um, and we're really looking forward to um, you know celebrating the EP. Mm. It's also the Fordus match. As opposed from the Fortis Army la- March last year, which I know the players loved running out and watching, you know, live streaming into the rooms as hundreds of mm. our supporters walked down Wood Street out onto the ground, then formed a guard of honour. It was that popular. We're bringing it back. Now, it's not a repeat of the Fortis campaign or Fortis Army March because that was a one-off. But what we've decided to do is just bring back the guard. So we'll be communicating all week about what you need to do, but essentially everyone wearing red and blue will get the opportunity to walk out onto the ground from Cooper's Corner up along the Western Stand, form a guard of honour for the team to run out in. And Harry, you played in that game last year. What was it like running out with hundreds of supporters at forming a guard of honour? That was spine tingling, honestly. Um, like you, I guess you realised how big the club was and... Um, we're only a small part as players and we try to do our job every week, but it's, it's much bigger than us and being able to see that before we played was, was phenomenal. And, and, and coming before a, a Friday night under lights, big game, and we want to get, we want to get 5,000 supporters there. Come on, Norwood. This team is pulling it together six in a row. They're playing great footy, right? It's the last home game. We're playing a team that we will probably take their spot on the ladder in second spot, lock up the double chance. What will that do for the players to have not just hundreds, thousands of people at the game and forming a guard of honour? Oh, it'll be a huge lift. Like they're two massive clubs in the whole of Australia, Norwood and Glenelg. So um, to have a, a massive kind of army ourselves and, and get over the top of Glenelg, especially to start the game, to be able to see that would be would be huge. Yep. Absolutely. And we'll be communicating how it's all going to come together over the next week. But Get down there, red and blue supporters, because this is going to be a big night. For, sure. For those reasons, and one more, Joe. Yeah, Remembrance Round uh, next Friday night. So we'll be showcasing our Remembrance Round video uh, probably twice on the night, um, probably at a quarter time of the reserves and then half time of the league. So um, it's a really good chance for our members to recognise and the football club to recognise those past people that we've loved that have passed away that are uh, Norwood supporters, uh, or for that matter, just someone that they love in general. So um, we'll be playing that, and it had a really good reception last week last time as well. Absolutely. And as if there's not enough on, mate, uh, it's also our great partners in Appel. It's their feature match. um, And, you know, we all wear the Appel apparel. Harry wears it week in, week out, looking fantastic in it. Uh, We love Appel. We love what they bring to our club. And uh, it is their feature match. So they'll also be uh, recognised on the evening across the night. So remembrance round, EP Appel round. feature, Appel feature match, EP round, lots of the oysters, Fortis game. It's all happening, but and, all a, and a massive two points on offer, and a massive two points on offer. Lock up the double chance, but let's not look too far ahead. We got to get the job Centrals. done this week, and I'm going to give the last word to Judge Jacob. Yeah, so. Um, I guess yeah. Next week going to be a big game, but this week as well is a big is a bigger game. Um, you know, because as you said, we can't look too far ahead. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Correct. Spot on, Judge. Once again, you've got it right. Yeah. Harry Boyd, thanks for joining us in the studio. Thank you, Boydie. You can get back to your physiotherapy classes at uni now. We'll let yeah. you go, Joey. You've been magnificent once again, Jacob. You carried a lot yeah. of us. 
Thanks for listening to Red Legs Radio. Go the legs, go up the, to the Ponderosa and get the chocolates. See you next week. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.